morning, Chicago, and welcome in to the Captain J. Hood Morning Show on ESPN 1000 and streaming on the ESPN Chicago app. With David Kaplan, Jonathan Hood with you. We've got Shay, we got Jay Moore, we got you here on this Tuesday morning. Thanks for being with us. 312-332-ESPN, 332-3776 is our phone number. Watch our show on YouTube, youtube.com. Go to the ESPN Chicago channel. So hit that subscribe button. That way you miss nothing from ESPN Chicago on YouTube. So this all stems back to Justin Fields. Once again, he's always the tip of the spear, always the lightning rod for controversy and conversation. Justin Fields unfollowed the Bears on Instagram. So did his dog. Neither account follows the Bears anymore on the app. And so... Again, the reason why this even comes up is because this has become commonplace now with young athletes now, Cap. There are some that will search and find whether or not a certain player is disenchanted with a franchise, with a team. So they go through their search history, they go through their followers, and they were able to follow and find out that Justin Fields has unfollowed the Bears. And so has Justin Fields' dog. Now, to me, that's the bottom line, Cap. Not just Justin Fields. Because anytime anyone says that, like, oh, this guy's unfollowed this team or this player, that means he's gone. But now it really hits home when the dog unfollows the Bears. That's a tough one. Yeah. It, Your analysis, sir. Like last night, I'm, my wife said at dinner, I'm laying on the couch. I'm watching the Blackhawks get their head kicked in again. That's okay. Bedard was outstanding. He was phenomenal. They <laughs> took one goal away for a very close offside call. But it was the right call. But he had three points. And I'm watching it. I'm flipping over to different college basketball games. And then I'm looking at my phone. I'm like, what? Justin Fields is not following the Bears anymore on Instagram. And his dog. You never know what somebody's going to be from one level to the next. And his dog, Uno, stopped following the Bears, too. His dog, Uno, doesn't even know Instagram exists. It's stupid. But that tells you the story, though, Cap. It's not just Fields and follow the Bears. It's his dog. Yes. We're all set, <laughs> Dad. We're all set. We're going to absolutely get out of this town. We're getting to Atlanta. We're going to get it all straightened out. Once again, I have to be the voice of reason for this. So I will just, I'm not going to tell you this is the answer. But mm-hmm. what if I told you, Cap, that the reason why that people like Justin Fields have a social media account for their dog is because they don't want their dog on their main account. If you do like dogs, here's my dog on this account. Hey, how's your dog doing? Well, he has his own account. You can see what he does in the park when he takes his first poopy. All these different things, right? Uh, You know, him on the boat, Mm -hmm. him on the lake, catching a ball, whatever, right? Maybe, just maybe, the owner says, I don't want all those dog pictures on my main feed, so if you're interested in my dog, it's over here. How about that for a reason? Yeah, I just... How about that for a reason? Is that a good enough reason? To say, hey, you know what? I, look, this is me and my wife, or this is me and my family, or this is me and my business. That's my account. But since you guys know that I have a great dog and you love my dog, here it is over here if you want it. Okay. If that do you then, I think it's dumb. Even a second account just for people that are interested in someone's dog. I love dogs. You want to have a dog account of all different dogs? Okay, have at it. Uno the Uno Fields the dog? No, I don't care. 
Just well, play good football. I'll follow you on Instagram. Maybe there's some cool content. Your dog has an account. To me, is idiotic. We have a development in the dog account department. Here's Shay Norman. Okay. Shay, let's go. As we approach the Justin Fields, Caleb Williams portion of today's program, Caleb Williams' dog has an Instagram. I want Drake May instead. Take that. You know what? All the character issues. I, you know what? His dad, all this. Let me tell you. Johnny, I don't like him now. He's got a dog account. You know what? J.J. McCarthy's rocking it up. Wow. I like McCarthy. He doesn't have a dog account. Caleb Williams' Instagram dog, uh, Supa Maine. Posted a Valentine's oh, Day card. Wait, wait, wait. My wait. love for you is super special. Hold on a second. What's the name of the dog? Super. Let's go, man. Super main, as in super mad. He's got birthday uh, birthday posts. Yeah, he's posting Valentine's cards. Caleb's dog posts a lot. Let's go, man. 47 posts. 1,500 followers. At super.main on Instagram. With more, here's David Kaplan. Cap? Again. I just hope he's a good quarterback. All right. Say that again. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> no, no, but now no, you no, think no. he's an idiot. No, no, no. No, that's fine. But we need the quote for social. Eric, you ready? All right. We, you need to tell the people on YouTube here and on Twitch that Caleb Williams is an idiot for having a dog account on Instagram. I did Go not ahead. say that. I did not say that about anyone. I said, I think, quote, I think it's dumb to have an Instagram account for your dog. That's all I said. Even the maybe the next quarterback for the Chicago Bears? We, you know we're going to have the show here. You go, is that how you're going to lead when we have the Caleb Williams show? Yay! Wow. We're live at the 50-yard line with Caleb Williams. So we're, so you're going to tell him that, he, that it's dumb for him to have an Instagram account for his dog? Cap, can I just tell you? I mean, it's, it's great that you're going a zero to 100 on this. But for someone who's a dog lover, mm-hmm. you should love that people want to be able to showcase their pets. You talk about Put it your, on your own feed. Well, now you're going to tell people what to do with their own Instagram. Boy, I tell you. No. They, what an a-hole. I said earlier. God almighty. No, no. I said earlier. You do you. If you want to do that, God bless. I, all I said was, I think it's dumb. Yes. You, you do you, semicolon, you're dumb. I didn't say they're <laughs> dumb. I think the concept of a dog Instagram for your dog is dumb. Just like I think it's stupid that Mastro's has a Twitter account for their butter cake. That's stupid. But if that's one of the things they're famous for, why wouldn't they? We'll put it on the Mastro's feed then if that's your favorite steakhouse. It's not mine. But if, if it's your favorite and you like it, go to Matt. At Mastro's and get the butter cake. I don't need a stupid Instagram or Twitter post about the cake. Did you ever think, and again, I, I, I'm Switzerland on this. I, I couldn't care less. But however, I would ask, since you're going down this road, I would ask, don't you think that you could be able to pick up other dog lovers like yourself that would admire <laughs> the dogs if they're part of an algorithm that has other dogs on it? Like, say, for instance, it's Gus the Doodle, for instance, Chris Plex dog. And, 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 and there's other dogs, uh-huh. you know, other dog owners like, oh, I like your dog. Here's a picture of my dog. And so now you're, you're part of the algorithm of other dogs. Hashtag dogs. Hashtag small dogs or type of dog. You know, for someone who loves dogs, no matter how they're showcased, you should be into it. 
you should be happy for them. Or, or are you that narcissistic that you're only into your dogs? I think that's well, where this... doing narcissistic. Yeah. I have dogs. I don't need to create an IG account for them. Does anyone else's dogs matter? To them. What about you? Don't all dogs matter? Oh, oh my God. <laughs> Hashtag. <laughs> all dogs matter. Dude, don't, don't all dogs matter? Yeah. Aren't you a dog guy? I am a dog well, guy. Why can't you just be pro-dog no matter what? Showcasing them on Instagram? Or? I said, do you. If you want to have an Instagram account, I personally think the concept of an Instagram account for your dog is dumb. I don't get it. Never will. If you follow me, my dogs are on my Instagram, but That's I don't have at Stanley or at Sparky. Maybe you should. Good, good looking dogs. Yeah, they're cool. <laughs> you can make some money off of it. He doesn't think that way. Whatever he, he doesn't think that. He never thinks that far Cat, ahead. Yeah, people create IG accounts for their pets to get them brand deals. That's stupid. Oh, my God. See? Now you're calling people stupid again. Uh, No, I said the concept. I didn't call anyone. I said the concept that you're going to get on there and beg for a brand deal. (laughs) Beg! (laughs) Caleb Williams having an Instagram account for his dog is worse than if he failed the S2 cognitive test. (laughs) He's an idiot. It's unbelievable. That guy's a moron. It's unbelievable. Hey, Cap, the thing I don't like about this Caleb Williams is he paints his nails, he cries to his mom, and he's got his own Instagram account for his dogs. How soft is that? Strike three. Wow. <laughs> three, one, two. <laughs> Back to the phone lines we go. We say hello to Pat in West Chicago on Cap and J Hood. Pat, good morning. Good morning. I'm just calling the dog Cap out for spreading such vitriol on National Love Your Pet Day as I sit here with my dog, Redford, who does have his own Instagram page. That's stupid. (laughs) Yeah, okay, it's National Love Your Pet Day. I love my pets. I will be home later with them, and guess what? I will love them. You You love your pets, but you don't love anyone else's. That's not true. Oh, well, why can't that, why can't Justin Fields love my his next pets? door neighbor Rodney and Dawn have little Chloe? Chloe's oh. a cool ass dog. Across the street, Marissa and Robbie have Peyton. Yes, it's a big Bernese Mountain dog. Super cool. I don't need to follow them on Instagram. You probably wouldn't. I'm not. Yeah, neither would I. But they have the right. I didn't say that. I said you do you. I just think it's dumb. It's a dumb concept. That's it. That's all I said. I'm entitled. How about the stupid part? How about that, how about that stupid part? You threw that in there earlier. Stupid? I don't think I did. We go down to first baseline. Shake. <laughs> For sure he did. The appeal? Yeah. yeah. If we can get the challenge flag out, we'll run the audio back. For sure it was said. I think the exact line was, if you do this, you're dumb. Yeah, I, I think yeah, I said this. the uh, concept of it is dumb. Of all things. No, you didn't throw concept But if I in. said it, I said it. I'll, li- I'll wear it, man. So bad. Why do you do this to people? Caleb's, Why? Caleb's got a cool dog, I'll tell you that. But I'm not following oh, Super Maine. I'm not. Are you on the Instagram page? Somebody just tweeted it at me. Yeah. And you went on Super it. Super Maine. And you went on it, huh? He's got 
1,521 followers. He's following nine. I'll bet all nine are dog accounts. What if the only way the Bears would draft Caleb is if you follow his dog? Would you do it? Tonight. (laughs) Click. Because the Justin Fields cult will freak. Oh, man. When they announce, when Shay comes out with breaking news or Carmen Yurick or Waddle Sylvie or Black Abdallah, Bears are trading Justin Fields. They're locked in on Caleb Williams. Dude, the collective groan from the Caleb Williams cult, I mean the Justin Fields cult, will be hilarious. I just don't understand for someone who loves dogs, loves your dogs in particular, mm-hmm. to the point where they sleep with you. Mm-hmm. If someone said that that was weird, you'd say, no, it's not weird because they protect me, I protect them. So if someone called that stupid, I would say, no, Cap is protected by them and they protect I've him. had many people yeah. tell me, you let your dog sleep in yeah, your bed? That's not stupid. Yeah, and for me and Mindy, it works. For you, don't have them in your bed. That's it. I just don't understand. That, that line of thinking. I mean, it's, it's their Instagram account. I can understand. If they have a business account, they're a business person. If you're a business person, you don't want to see their dogs. Maybe, maybe not. So they got their own account. Eh. <laughs> Let them live. Let them breathe. Yeah. The franchise tag window. You say, what, give it to me again. What was it? It's dumb. Okay. You're dumb, by the way, if you have an Instagram account of your pet. I didn't say they're dumb. Hey. I said it's a dumb concept. Period. That's it. You think those are intelligent people with the... I'm sure they are. All of them? Intelligent people make dumb decisions. This is those people, right? Right? It's a dumb concept. All right. The franchise tag window. Damn it, Shay. (laughs) We're talking about the Bears next on Cap and J-Hood. I guess that's good enough. All right. Welcome back to Cap and J-Hood. You're officially locked in. Chicago's home for sports. ESPN Chicago. Captain J. Hood on ESPN 1000 and uh, streaming on the ESPN Chicago app. With you until 10 o'clock, then Mike Greenberg comes up at 10 o'clock. Carmen and Yurko, 12 to 3. Waddle and Peggy, it will be on from 3 to 6.30. And then uh, Chris Black and Adam Adala at 6.30. Must listen to radio tonight. In particular, right here on your home for sports, ESPN 1000. North side is Peter is on ESPN 1000. Peter, good morning. Hey, good morning, guys. So um, I've been watching uh, my news feed before bed every night, and it's uh, Caleb or Justin. And I had a dream last night that we drafted Caleb. We played under fields for a year. Is there a possibility? No. To okay, so so crush my dream oh, oh, and oh. tell me to keep dreaming. Damn. Give me a chance. Just give us a chance, you know. Can you explain? And I'll let you guys talk. You know, Peter, because he interrupted you, I'm not even sure which way you were going. But I know, I, but, I, but I'm willing to listen. Uh, that's that's one thing. I'm willing to listen to our caller, our customer. So, Peter, please go ahead. Hopefully, Cap will let you talk this time. I'm gonna let you finish. All right. <laughs> well, I'm just trying to figure it out here, right? So, is there a contract negotiate? I mean, we have a you know a, a arsenal full of picks. We have great salary cap space. Is there a possibility to structure Justin's uh, contract where it could be favorable for everybody and Caleb can play under Justin for a year? We don't want to just throw a rookie quarterback into the Wolf Pack. I mean, it usually doesn't work out. Um, so I was just trying to think, would it be good for the front office? Maybe give them an extra year if things hit the fan. Um, 
So I don't know. I mean, well, I just thought that there might be a chance. So well, if there is a chance, let me know or tell me why it's not happening and why I should keep dreaming. Well, just stay on the line with us, Peter. Just think about it from this standpoint. If you are the Bears and you have an asset like Justin Fields and other teams covet that asset and you can get more draft picks and get younger at that position, wouldn't you consider it, especially if there are multiple picks that could be involved for Justin? Would you do that? Absolutely, but I also considering how crazy our quarterback tandem would be uh, if we had them both on the roster. I mean, look at uh, Taysom Hill and Derek Carr. Well, Taysom's been there for a very long time, but... You know, when, when he gets into the lineup, it's like, what's going on? Is it RPO? Is he, you know, going to throw the ball down the field? Is he going to run it down the middle? It, it, it could be pretty scary to have both of them on, on the roster. Well, quite, a, quite frankly, if you have two quarterbacks on a roster, you really don't have one. Taysom Hill is a specialized one-of-one one in the NFL. He's a fullback. He's a wide receiver. He's a quarterback. He's a special teams guy. So, I mean, compare Justin Fields to Taysom Hill. Hill can do so many other things. He's a Swiss Army knife for the Saints for years. Justin is really just a quarterback. Okay. Well, I just had a dream. You know, it is Black History Month as well, so I did have a dream. Well, well, well thanks. Chris Berman checking in. <laughs> Holy mercy. <laughs> wow. Uh, Wait a second. Holy cow. Two African American quarterbacks starting against each other in the Super Bowl for the first time. Fittingly, February 12th is April. Here we go with the highlights. Wow. Poor King. He's just rolling over his grave. That's that's not what I meant. That's that's the drop of the year. That that caller right there. (laughs) With the drop of. Wow. (laughs) Here. <laughs> Half speaking for King. That's not what I meant. <laughs> I mean, poor King. You know, Jay Moore. There, there he is. He gives a speech. He gives a, gave a thousand speeches. Injustice anywhere is injustice everywhere. He's exactly right. But every time you bring up dream. They came. That's not what he meant. Just sleep, honey. I had a dream. Oh, oh Dr. King. The huh? one day that Justin would rise up. That's not what he was saying. He wasn't talking about the quarterback situation with the bear. No, he was not. Wow. Why do we bastardize him so much? <laughs> that, that was our Black History Month update with Peter on the north side. Brought to you by... Exactly. Wow. <laughs> you hear that upstairs? See? Oh, my God. Again, Oveda, listen. Again, upstairs. We should have had something for Black History Month. There is a special right there. That man had African-American quarterback. Slavery. Um, Don't bring I mean, up Oveda. She's oh mad at me. God. I don't mean, but it's all right. Just the point is that, Oveda, there you go. A Black History Month opportunity for right there. That guy had a dream. He had a dream. He just drops in King just casually in conversation. Right. Why did he do that? Wow. <laughs> it is Black History Month. I had a dream. King what? never had a thought about the Bears quarterback situation. He did not. Never. He was a Falcons fan. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what the uh, hell? He oh. asked about structuring Justin's contract. Justin's already under contract. They're not restructuring his deal. He has a four-year contract with a fifth-year option that has to be picked up no later than two days after the upcoming draft and if you bring him here Caleb Williams sits behind him that's going to be a a fairly toxic room and 
Josh Lucas was on. We talked about this the other day. The Bill Zimmerman podcast. They cover the Bears. And he said, we brought in Foles, Dalton, and Fields thinking, wow, he'll learn from two veterans. It wasn't the best relationship. The NFL is flat out showing us it's what the- unbelievably bad. <laughs> the NFL is flat out showing us it's unbelievably beneficial to sit. I mean, you know, from from Love in Green Bay, from Mahomes, you know, Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady, like it's extremely beneficial for a quarterback to be able to sit. Um, you would have a chance that have Justin perform even better and and give you more uh, of leverage in a trade going forward. Um, it's not crazy to think out. But if you think that it could combust, if you think that that the people in the locker love Justin so much, oh which God. that may be true because Justin seems very to be the case, yeah. likable guy, and they're going to kind of like shun off um, Caleb, you know, you, you just never know. <clears throat> Justin wasn't great his rookie year. We thought having two vets with him um, would really help him uh, with Andy and uh, and Nick, and and that was not cohesive at all. Wow! How late at night? Cohesive at all? How late at night was this being taped? Midnight? Don't know. There was a party. Tommy was there. Did he have a little liquid truth serum? Is that why the abrasiveness about Justin Fields came out there? That's some truth that That we've never heard before. Correct. That he might have uh, had a little. Sounded like he had a little truth serum in him. Is all I'll say. Yeah, he absolutely spilled some tea there. We're like, whoa, hmm. oh, Mister Leader in the locker room. It was a little. It was not. What did he say? Not cohesive at all. Right. And and what hmm. you and the, on the front end of what you just said is probably is still true today. Yeah, with everything we've heard, Justin's an awesome dude in the room, but. This whole thing of entertainment and football's entertainment, what we do is entertainment. There's egos in the room, Cap. And Justin Fields comes in as it's like Andy Dalton, Nick Fo- Please. I'm the guy I'm the guy here. Right. And then Nagy's and then that was Josh Lucas, who yeah. was second in command of the Bears under Ryan Pace. Yeah. And they put that room together specifically to make it easier on Justin, and you heard his quote. It was not cohesive at all. It was not cohesive <laughs> at all. I'm not taking. I'm not judging anybody, but that might have been a little truth serum. Good, but good. It's good to know that because that was not common knowledge. Right. And by the way, cool. But you still have to win. If you feel like these two veterans, like, yeah, they drafted me. They got up to the draft to get me. I should be the man. I understand that. And then Neggy comes out and says Justin's not ready. So right away, that was more of an issue. Just to go, uh, take it a step further, I'd rather have someone that says, yeah, this is my job. Like, you guys can tutor me and say what you want, but it's my job. I'd rather be, have that than a wallflower. I want you in the dance, not against the wall. Fair. But, of course, winning and getting better year after year also matters. When it comes to Justin Fields. Mm-hmm. Do I have that correct or not? You're correct. You are correct. Good, but that's good to know. Like, uh, as we've been teasing a lot here, it could be Justin Fields going to the Steelers here, and they'll be his next stop. 
if he's got an ego with the Steelers, I think that Tomlin will welcome it to an extent. Tomlin's going to walk in the first meeting and go, the dog Instagram account, out of here. <laughs> he's not going to stop that. No, that's not. <laughs> he just wants results. He wants to keep having an over 500 record. Right, but Jerry Dulac, who's covered the Steelers for decades, Peter King, who's the granddaddy of them all, said Jerry Dulac's reporting is correct. They don't want to bring anyone in who could contend to start. Just another guy in the room. Well, that's not Justin. Because Justin's a better player than Kenny Pickett. Sorry, Tracy Butler. Uh, That's fair. At this point in time, that's fair. But again, as we always say about young players, you still have to give them a chance. Is this the best of Kenny Pickett? I don't think so. I think there should be more to give. There should, but if Justin gets traded there, he should compete for that job. Correct. That'll be a hell of a competition. Yeah. Hell of a competition. Tracy and her ilk that love Kenny Pickett, Mm -hmm. they may get their ass beaten out by Justin if he's there. Mm -hmm. We will see. Right. We will see. 312-332-ESPN-332-3776 is our phone number. Another top college football voice weighed in on Caleb Williams. Uh-oh. Now, again, right down State Street, there's a lot of divide between whether or not Justin Fields should stay as a quarterback or Justin Fields should be traded to another team. We'll hear from a huge college football voice coming up next. Cap and Jay Hood on Chicago's Home for Sports. Here's today's headlines, headlines. with Cap and Jay Hood. All right, folks, here we go. Cubs have got their left-handed bat, baby. Dominic Smith, free agent first baseman, gets a minor league deal with a non-roster invitation to camp. In addition, spry 36-year-old free agent outfielder David Peralta gets a minor league deal as well with a non-roster invitation to camp. Sox or Cubs? Cubs. Oh, that sounds like a Sox You deal. already have 70 guys in camp. Here's Moustakas. He's due. He's all for his last 70. Tom Ricketts met the media yesterday and said, we're ready to talk, but right now the Boris camp, it's in their court. They haven't negotiated. Albert Breer, our guy, will be with us on Friday. Reported yesterday in his Monday morning quarterback on SI.com that the Bears have been approached about Justin Fields at the Senior Bowl. While they haven't shopped him, they are expected to have a plan in place at quarterback by the Combine in Indianapolis next week. Connor Bedard, three points in his second game back from injury last night. Scoring or assisting on all three Blackhawks goals in a 6-3 loss to the Hurricanes. He also had another goal overturned on replay review because of a teammate being offside. Still say they should have traded him for a haul of picks and players built around Philip Kershev. You better stop saying that. People start taking you seriously. They're not that stupid. Well, maybe they have dog Instagram accounts. Jay Moore! If you miss something, get the podcast on the ESPN Chicago app. Cap and Jay Hood are back on Chicago's Home for Sports. ESPN Chicago. Cap and Jay Hood on ESPN 1000 and streaming on the ESPN Chicago app. As we mentioned, there was a big shooter in college football, Joel Klatt from Fox Sports 
weighed in on the Chicago Bears. And you say, why? Why is there so much conversation around the Bears? It's because the Bears are the number one pick. And everyone is is really intrigued on what the Bears are going to do with that number one pick. I think it's a fait accompli as far as who's going to be at the top of the draft. But people are really into Justin Fields, and some are into the Bears being able to switch the quarterback position. So Joel Klatt was talking about the Bears and feel like the Bears, they're going to trade Justin Fields. I truly believe Chicago is going to end up trading Justin Fields and going with Caleb Williams, number one, the quarterback from USC. I know that this is widely consensus, but there's there's a lot of things that make sense in this pick for me. Number one is the talent of Caleb Williams. I mean, that that can't be overlooked. We have seen for two years now this guy be the closest thing to Patrick Mahomes that we've seen come through college football since Patrick Mahomes. And in so many ways, he's even more polished and, and at least in college, better than even Mahomes was when Mahomes was at Texas Tech. And you see what Mahomes has done establishing himself as the best player in the NFL now, three-time Super Bowl champion, and a guy that's almost impossible to beat in the postseason. You know, Williams delivers so many of those attributes, the ability to make plays outside of the pocket. This guy is absolutely deadly on the run. I think it's, it's, his, his, it's his best attribute. So obviously all of that. But then you just get into the Justin Fields conversation, and this is not an indictment on Fields. And I don't think that this is a conversation or an evaluation between the two specific players because the details surrounding these players are so vastly different. Remember, you're looking at Fields entering the fourth year of a rookie deal, and now you're going to have to make a decision. Are you signing him to a long, long-term long contract? Why not start the rookie contract clock over? I think that's more beneficial than anything, right? So you've got to evaluate that as part of the evaluation between a guy like Caleb Williams and Justin Fields. So mainly because of that is why I think Chicago should move forward, go back to the first year of a rookie contract, continue to get more draft picks by trading Justin Fields and going with Caleb Williams and number one. That is the thoughts from Joel Klatt from Fox. Yep, the lead analyst for Fox and interesting stuff. I've been consistent, so have you. That's where I'm going. If my background check, and again, we don't get to sit and have dinner and work him out privately and look at his medicals, but if all that stuff checks the boxes correctly, you're taking Caleb Williams one, you're trading Justin Fields, and you're moving on now see cap people will hear some of that the first minute of that and they'll hear joel Klatt say in their mind oh the bears are getting the next patrick mahomes it's not what he said let me just go a little deeper into what joel Klatt is saying and it's something that i recoil at but this is where we are now in 2024 you want to make the comparisons you want to be able to say this is this this is the sky or this is the floor there's no in between there's no nuance in this okay when he brings up Patrick Mahomes, what he's saying is, is that Caleb Williams was more impressive in college than Patrick Mahomes was. That is correct. That is correct. Watching Patrick Mahomes at Texas Tech, and he was all over the place. Not a polished quarterback. He did win some games, but it was kind of like 
you know, being in basketball and playing pickup basketball, he's doing loop-de-loops and going backwards and forwards and really not being able to be a steady quarterback. He had to grow into it because he was with one of the best offensive minds in the NFL and Andy Reid. And being part with Andy Reid and Biennemi and Nagy, that all helped Patrick Mahomes mold and shape the kind of quarterback he is today, along with his God-given ability as a second-generation ball player. But the one thing I don't want to hear if Caleb Williams comes to the Bears is, I thought we were getting the next Patrick Mahomes. That's not what he's saying. He's talking about him from a college standpoint. Joel Klatt, I trust the college eyes because he's been an analyst in college football for a long time. When it comes to the pros, whole different story. I told you, my analysis of Caleb Williams is what I've seen from him in college. There's only a certain amount of guys I've watched in college where I say, Cap, that guy's going to be special on Sundays. I can't tell you, like, all these guys in the draft are going to be special on Sundays. Caleb Williams should be. Should be. But I'm just trying to clarify what he said because people will go to work or go into social media and say, well, Klatt says he's the next Patrick Mahomes, so I guess we're set. It's not what he's saying. Correct. Who is Patrick Mahomes? Mahomes is one of one. It's to the point where we're having the conversation on whether or not he's on the same level or going to be on the same level as Tom Brady. Our guy behind us. You know, Shea Norling says he's the best quarterback he's seen, and he's a Patriots fan and saw Brady. But then you look at Mahomes, all the intangibles. He is great. He's accomplishing more than most at that position at age 28. Three championships and two MVPs, pretty special. But, but that's not what the Bears are getting right away. No, they have to develop him. But he's got a super high ceiling, super high. And we think a fairly high floor. So he should be from the get-go, a pretty good player, and develop into a really good player. My question is, why are people so freaking resistant? Like, if you told me, wow, Justin Fields threw for 4,600 yards and they're only doing it because they want to reset the salary structure, that's not the case. Like, Justin's the fourth-best quarterback in a four-team division. Yes. If Cousins is in Minnesota. Yes. Why are people so afraid of change? Why? Explain that to me. Because they put a financial and mostly emotional investment in Justin Fields. Because they all remember how we all felt when Justin Fields was drafted. We all saw how the Bears were able to actually make a move up to be able to get a quarterback that they thought was going to be the quarterback of the future. And so now when you turn the page, as you well know as sports fans or people in general, they don't like change, Cap. No matter the numbers we can quote every single morning of Justin Fields and his one-loss record or the offense not being able to get the ball down the field or offensive line or Luke Getze or Matty Refluce, whatever, people still believe in this young man. And, right, and by the way, they have every right to do that. However, you do not win standing still. You don't want to go backwards with Caleb Williams. Obviously, you don't want that. But people believe more in the veteran that they've seen versus someone they have not seen. I just gave you an ocean of information right there. You did, but it's still... And I'm not asking you to answer this. Justin's been just a a very pedestrian quarterback with some really flashy, cool moments. That is correct. What are they hanging on to? What I just told you. An investment. Because of how we... You remember how you felt in Florida. I loved it when we drafted him. Loved it. When you were there and you heard that Justin Fields was there. When I was in the Hood Cave, everyone was excited because there was something different at the position. Yes. Not his race, talking about his ability. Well, you have the Eddie Jackson audio oh, of Jay Moore somewhere yeah, where you, he, dig for you that. hear him. Yes. You know, Chicago Bears, he goes, well, you better say Mac Jones or, or Justin Fields. 
He was cool with Mac Jones coming here. Oh, boy. <laughs> and that would have been a horrible decision. Oh, God. Yeah. Imagine that, right? Right. Oh. Pace traded up, made a bold move, got this kid. It's it's okay. Some and kids, if he's still the guy, yeah. I'll cheer just as loud for the Bears and just as hard. There'll be some, at some point, that we're going to get a caller or someone on social to say, why did you let go of Eddie Jackson? It's someone that I've seen in the secondary for a while now. He's a top player. How come he's got I mean, it's how it works. You have an investment in a player, and it, you just don't like change. You like the players that you like. That's it. And, that, and that's all it is, Cap. Like, I agree with you when you say, why do you continue to stand for mediocrity? The, the, the record is what it is. And, and once again, we for, always forget about the, the key element of this. This is not Ryan Pol- this is not Ryan Pohl's quarterback. It's not. Correct. He didn't draft him. He did not. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, it was all an evaluation the whole time. They were hoping that the Bears could pull the nose up. And whether or not it's unfair or not, oh, they tanked. And this year they still didn't have the right players. Look, man, it's business. It's business. And no one more than Ryan Poles wanted Justin to prove he's the guy. Because then he could trade out of that pick and get a haul or take Marvin Harrison Jr. He could do whatever he wanted. The fact of the matter is he needs a quarterback. Yeah, yesterday. Right. So, And, like, nobody – we're going to keep getting the calls. Well, it's Getze's fault. It was Getze's fault. Or it was, you know, it was Nagy's fault. Or it was Flus's fault or whoever. Nobody's saying that Justin Fields didn't get a raw deal here. But it doesn't mean that you should – compromise that by offsetting what could be a rookie contract and a great rookie quarterback. As my partner said yesterday, when you're struggling like this, everyone wears it. Justin, Getze, Eberflus, Poles, Warren, Phillips, McCaskey, you name it. Janoko, pick anyone you want. Everybody. They all get a piece of it. Uh, Can I quickly just wish a happy birthday to someone? Can we wish someone a happy birthday or just you? I was going to say something, but it's from the two of us. What do you have? Tom Waddle turns 67 today. Actually, 57. Don't you do that to Tom. 57-year-old Tom Waddle today. That's right. Feb 20 is his birthday, and I just wanted to wish one of the truly wonderful people in the world a happy birthday. We are all richer for having Tommy in our life. That is true. Happy birthday, Tommy. Okay. Tommy Waddle, happy birthday. Go ahead. No, he's not with us. That's tomorrow. Tommy, good morning. <laughs> so we so happy birthday, Tom. Just a, a great guy. He is. He's the best. Anytime Waddle and Sylvie are out, or if you see Waddle, just shake his hand. Because he's a great guy. We are blessed to have him here at this station. Blessed. All right. Coming up next, we have the Cap and J Hood cut of the day. Don't get a dog Instagram account. <laughs> Cap and J Hood, weekday morning, seven to ten. Welcome back. Welcome, Welcome back to Cap and J Hood on Chicago's Home for Sports, ESPN Chicago. Cap'n J. Hood on ESPN 1000 and streaming on the ESPN Chicago app. Now time for the Cap'n J. Hood Cut of the Day. It's brought to you by Chicago Cut Steakhouse, baby. It'll be a hopping place this weekend. 
because you got the Chris Chelios jersey retirement with a ton of celebs coming in. One of whom I'm hearing wore number 23 in the same building. Jay Moore! Yo. Yes, it's boring, but it's a sport. Oh! Whatever. It's you... not boring. Okay, then you're boring. All right, cut! I just think people who have an Instagram account for their animal are dumb. All right, shout out to Chris Black. Hey, and hey, here's God. Shay Norley. Shay? Called, all right, hold on, because I don't even know if the question got answered. You called Black I, stupid. No, I did and not. And Justin Fields. I said, you said if you have a dog Instagram account, you're stupid. No, I said you're dumb. Jay Moore, shot or no and, shot, and he called say, Black stupid. No, I did not say. You kind of called him stupid. I did not. <laughs> you're <laughs> stupid, Chris. Take yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. I said. Well, they're 635. Sorry, taking care of. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I said, I think it's dumb to have an Instagram account for your animal. I just think people who have an Instagram account for their animal are dumb. You're a dumbass! Who picks the followers for Gus? Is that Chris and Autumn, or does the dog just point with his paw and bark? I want oh, that one. Oh, we have controversy. Gus the dog follows Jay Hood on Instagram, does not follow the cat man. Damn. It's okay. Oh, no. <laughs> Gus, oh, no. Gus the dog not following the cat man. He's got beef with me, okay? Yeah. I'm, I'm a I still love you, Gus. I'm a dog guy. I'm a friend of the family. Gus's family. So I guess God that's bless. why. Yeah. Gus is adorable. Someone on Twitter said the dog just unfollowed you, Cap. <laughs> <laughs> Put a big paw up there. <laughs> and that's all, folks. The Camp and J-Hood Cut of the Day. Brought to you by David Flaw, Matt Moore, Chicago Cut Steakhouse. It's on LaSalle, north side of the Chicago River. Should be plenty of celebrity sightings plenty this weekend with the Chris Chellier's Jersey Retirement. I am hearing the selection of celebrities that are flying in for this. Oh, doctor. You said as there's someone that wore 23 in that building, and mm-hmm. I'm surprised that Rich Sutter is coming back for this. That is amazing to me. Not him. So he, Huh? He, the guy didn't skate. Oh, John Eves LaRue is coming back for this. Not a that's, hockey That's going to be awesome, man. It's going to be great to see him back there. Basketball. Basketball. Who are you yelling at? You. You're yelling at me. Basketball. What what about basketball? Stu Grimson is going to be there. It's going to be great. Michael Jeffrey Jordan. Are you reporting that Jordan's going to be there? Is that yeah. what you're reporting? Yes. Oh, wow. So David Kaplan reporting that Michael Jordan will be there for the Chris Chelios raising of his sweater. And no awesome. more Daniel Greenberg to do the aggregating. Because? He left us. That's left what I've heard. Left town or? No. I think he passed. We move on now, Cap, to... Our deepest sympathies to his family. Okay, that'll be fine. We move on now to National Cherry Pie Day. My favorite pie. Why, why cherry over apple or pumpkin? I don't like pumpkin at all. And apple wouldn't even be second. Give me peach pie, blueberry pie, apple would be fourth. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not sure why cherry pie was such a staple in this country first. I mean, my, my mom made a lot of apple and blueberry pie. Uh-huh. Cherry was way down the list. Yep. Cherry's more expensive than apples to make. It is. <laughs> I'm just asking. Is that the reason why? I don't know. 
I don't know. As someone who shops, what's more expensive? Getting a, getting a bunch of apples or cherries? Oh, I would think probably cherries. Cherries is a little bit more expensive? Now, like the best cherry pie that I've had mm-hmm. is Wildfire. Let us entertain you. Uh-huh. Oh, my goodness, is it good? Door County cherry pie. Mm-hmm. Really good. There's also a Michigan cherry pie I've had from different places. Really, really good. Yeah, cherry pie is my favorite. The Door County is uh, from Wisconsin, right? Yes. Okay. How about that? Really good. Uh, it's also National Com- Comfy Day. Where's your most comfortable spot? My most comfortable spot is on our couch. And Stanley and Sparky jump up there, and they're right on there with me, and we're watching a game on TV. That's cool. My most comfortable spot, with you every morning. Wow, how take? sweet. Yes. You didn't use that as a choice, though. It must be fourth or fifth on the list for you. That'd be number two. Uh-huh. We thank you. Hey. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> also, National Leadership Day. We got leaders in our home called Mindy Kaplan and Michelle Hood. That is correct. Oh, God. Yes. They're leaders for sure. Yes. We thank you for leading with us here every morning from 7 to 10. Thank you, Shay. Thank you, Jay Moore. And thank you for watching and listening and twitching. How about a Waddle Wednesday tomorrow? Let's do it. Tommy, enjoy your birthday today and then come ready with your A game tomorrow, baby. All right. We'll be with you tomorrow. Thanks for joining us and so long, everybody. Take that from Chicago.